0: Welcome, it is Tamara J. Olivaro coming to you from the Motherly Blessings Care Legacy Passion Protection Program in the air where we are daring to be the difference. I am the one, I'm coming to you to talk to you guys about a bit of a, um, a bit of a change in my attitude, so to speak. Um, I was thinking about a lot of different things and I always think about a lot of plethora of predicaments. Um, however, on um, this one in particular, Um, I was thinking about time, but I was thinking about the way that people associate their um, identities with time. So on average, literally every minute, um, someone's identity is basically stolen. And in retrospect, when I think backwards about a lot of things that have happened, um, I was listening to this commercial i 'm sure everybody listens to Norton, um, but where they talk about how someone 's identity is always stolen, um, but I was thinking about it in a different context, and I was thinking about it in the context of um, de- de- deprivation of the the value that you have as a human being and um, The way that you would deprive somebody um, as of the value of being a human being is when your legacy is stolen or you have a loss of legacy, um, and what happens? to people when they are, um, when their identity itself has been stolen, you know, as far as like, whether they're, they're a family or, uh, whether their identity has been, um, uh, placed in a different demeanor or placed in a different bracket. Okay. So to speak, um, But what happens when people don't listen to what you're saying to them? Um, And often what that leads to is just different levels of frustration. And ultimately what happens when people feel really frustrated is um, you will see a increase in criminality, but you'll also see an increase in the death rate. And the reason why is because not only is death a sense of rebirth, but it is also a part of the cycle of life. So, um, the animosity might grow, the attitudes might shift, um, but on a, on a a total, on the totality of that train of thought, all right, um, if every single minute someone's identity is stolen, then in theory, would it not be the reversal of that, that every single moment a child is establishing their identity? Would Could I call into a different realm of, of thought process, for instance? Okay. Um, could I say that every single minute someone is being inspired by someone else? Every single minute that someone leaves this earth, someone is being born. Every single minute. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, I think the... The reason why there are so many problems within our society on a whole is because everybody thinks about everything in boluses of time, like a bot, okay? Like, it's just like like a unit of time as opposed to thinking of, uh, of things momentarily. Every single moment you have the opportunity... To look at something in a different way. Because a moment has already passed. You've had that experience. You've had the wherewithal to know that you're looking at something from a different point of view. But that being said. There are people that have their identities stolen when they are taken out of certain environments. And given assistance in other environments, because they lose their heritage, they lose their their roots, they lose their their affiliation, they lose their their earth magic, so to speak. They lose that element or that essence of what it feels like when you have that bare ground underneath your feet, and you know that that's where you've come from. Okay, that you were born on that land. That is something that is an an essential part of, of the way that we control ourselves, the way that we feel within our souls, the way that we feel within our spirit on an everyday basis. But if every single moment someone's identity is being stolen and it's being taken because of whether you're canceling their culture, whether you're diminishing the capacity or limiting the linguistics on their culture or however you may choose to create the origin of deficit. Life is about understanding that we have the ability to identify with each other as well as identify with ourselves. But the identification process is an address. It is a definitive starting point from where you're coming from. It is your origin. It is your origin that articulates the longevity within your life. This origin will open you up to wisdom. This origin is going to open you up to life. And the reason why it's going to do that is because you're going to have the ability to see things in a different capacity. Not everything through our life is going to be peaches and cream. You know, you're not always going to be able to have the opportunity to stop and smell the roses. But if you can remember that when you do have the opportunity to do so. If you can remember how important it is to identify with the changes in attitudes that are around you, but not only just the changes in the attitudes, but also if you can remember to identify with the, the wisdom and the experiences that other people have, I don't need to know everybody's story, but I do need to know that your origin, that your character, that your content are all from an, an integral or, or a, a place of integrity, okay? And that it is a part of you, systemically. When I speak to some people, I just wanted them to understand that death is a part of life as well as life is a part of life. So if you are going to focus on life with people, people have to understand that we all deal with death in a different way. So please don't judge people. If you see someone out there acting out, if you see someone out there being promiscuous, if you see someone out there that um, just can't seem to control themselves or they're very frustrated or cursing and carrying on, they're just not educated enough yet to know how to deal with it. So do not diminish the capacity of others. Do not limit their ability to learn. Because the only way that we will get through a lot of the things that we need to get through in this life is by understanding how precious love truly is. And how the words that I love you are so dangerous. Those are very dangerous words to a child or, or, or a human being to anybody. If those words are being manipulated. But those words are so magnificent and they are so powerful that they embrace the essence of life. They embrace and they emphasize the embracement of life and all the liberties within that we can actually obtain. Love is sacred to this to the skin. It is sacred to our souls it is sacred to our spirit but it is sacred to soul control to the way that we will feel today the way that we feel from the past the way we heal in the present and primarily the interactions that we will have in the future so when I speak about a self-identification process when I talk about the way that we deal with life on an everyday basis I want people to understand that life is very simple. It is about the choices that you make. It is about understanding that every choice that you make has an opposite, every action that you make has an opposite and equal reaction. So if you can understand that every minute someone is losing their identity, Can you understand that every minute that someone is gaining one as well? And sometimes our identities are mere reflections of each other, of our experiences with each other, which is why we are already connected. But in a way, we are isolated because some of us do not understand that primarily the interactions that are happening in between us is a sense of rebirth. Because there's always people, there are all, there's always a turnover. Someone is always going to be out of the equation tomorrow. I think the reason why a lot of people act out nowadays is because they're not accepting the way that life is, but more or less looking at it in a different point of view. It's healthy to understand that death is a part of life, but it's even more imperative for people to understand that death and life are very impacted, greatly impacted by love. Love can make people do strange things, and grief can make people do things that you've never imagined. So there are a lot of people out here that are trying to understand their niche in life, their pitch in life, their, their, their hook. Okay, there are a lot of people that are establishing who they are as a person, where they want to go, who they want to be with, you know, where exactly they're going to fit on that societal totem pole. But ultimately... It comes down to understanding that a lot of people are living a life and that their life ultimately deals with a lot of identities within their life nobody's going to be the same person that they were when they were a child they're going to change they're going to have change in change in their attitudes they're going to have change in their environments they're going to have change in their and their interactions between people in the interpersonal relationships that they have, the way that they're going to rely on people, and the way that they're going to grow. Some people established their identities purely based upon the words, I love you. So I'm saying this to a lot of females cause, and males out there as well, but I want people to understand that if someone tells you that I love you, these are very dangerous words and put in the wrong content they can steal someone's identity away they can strip you for everything that you've ever owned just the notion of someone loving you can make you do some strange and crazy things things that aren't even in the realm of common sense aren't any, they're not even in the realm of this world okay Things that anybody else would have said, that's a red flag, but you don't see it that way. The words I love you mean something different to every single person in this world, but the universal desire, the universal tie of what it means speaks volumes of what we are as human beings. And it doesn't change people's attitudes, it doesn't change From environment to environment, people have played with the words, I love you, in many different ways. But if you embrace those words, and you really mean them, then understand that I'm telling you, I love you, and I don't want anything back from you. And I love you does not require reciprocity. It does not require me to get on my knees. It does not require me to please it does not require me to give. Love is unconditional and love is how you should live. There are a lot of people out here that have been hurt by the words I love you and so they walk through life in a sense of lust never having the ability to trust people the way that they've trusted before at the beginning of their life and they'll never get that that ability to get beyond that strife if they do not understand what love and lust are across this land. But once again, this is just the beginning of a story. And I hope people understand that I love you matters from land to land. I love you is a very dangerous word, but it is because it it, it embraces the essence of life. It is sacred to man, to woman, to husband and wife. But love is love and it comes in every single form. So please do not diminish what love means to other people. And please don't play with the words because a lot of people have not seemed to um, grasp the, the sense that primarily the interactions that we have in the future with our children are going to be from the way that they're going to heal today. And the way that they're going to le- learn how to heal from yesterday and years. And the way that we feel and the way that they feel from the past, those emotions will continuously last and those emotions become their culture. So while you are understanding what's going on today, I hope you understand that I'm trying to leave a culture, a legacy of love. Love is about death just as much as it is about understanding life. There are a lot of people that are hurting and when they hear I love you, it triggers them to stay. what happens when your story when your words fall on deaf ears what happens when you love someone so much but all you have is tears i love you those words are such dangerous words and yet they are liberation at its core